What's up, everybody? My name is Creepybox, and today I'm recording a podcast of me reading Chains. Give me a second to set up, and I will start reading. Part 1 Chapter 1 Monday, May 27th, 1776 Youth is the seed time of good habits, as well in nation as an individual Thomas Pine common sense. If you guys didn't know, Forge is a historical book. Um, the the author's name is Laurie Hales Anderson, and uh, she wrote the same books as Speak and Fever. Um, I've read Fever before. It's actually a pretty good book. It is about the Yellow Fever. And if you guys enjoy my podcast, cool. <laughs> I'm just starting. I'm new at this. Sorry, this one's going to be kind of long. I'm going to read chapters. Okay. The best time to talk to ghosts is just before the sun comes up. That's when they can hear us true. Mama said, that's when ghosts can't answer us. The eastern skies was peach color, peach color, but a handful of lazy stars still blinked in the west. It was almost time. May I run ahead, sir? I asked. Pastor Weeks sat at the front of his squeaky wagon with Old Ben next to him, the mule. Reins loosed in his hands. The pine coffin that held Miss May Finch wears the best dress with her hair washed, cleaned, and combed, bounced in the back of the wagon wheels, hit the rut. My sister Ruth sat next to the coffin. Ruth was too big to carry. Plus, the pastor knew about her particular manners of being so... So it, the wagon for her, and the road for me. Old Ben, oh, Old Ben looked to the east and gave me a nod. He knew a few things about ghosts, too. Pastor Weeks turned around to talk to Mr. Robert Finch, who rode his horse a few Links behind the wagon. The children want to run ahead. Pastor explained to him. She has kin buried there. Do you give little? Do you give leave for a quick visit? Mister Mister Robert's mouth tightened like a rope pulled tut. He had showed up a few weeks earlier to visit Miss Mary Finch, his aunt and only living relation. He looked around his, her tidy farm, listening to her ragged wet cloth and remove in, and moved in. Miss, Ma- M- Miss Mary wasn't even cold on her deathbed. When he helped her to the, to the coin in her strong box, he hurried along to bury along her very 
too most improper. He didn't care that the neighbors would want to come around the cakes and platters of cold meat and drink ale to the remember rem memory of Miss Finch of Miss Mary Finch of two Rhode Island. He had got on with things, he said. I stole a look behind Miss Robert Finch, was filled up with troubles from his diary boot to the brim of his snaggled hat. Please, sir, I asked. Go then, he said, but don't tarry. I'm, I have much business today. I ran as fast as I could. I hurried past the store stone fence that surrounded the, the white graveyard to the spill rail fence that marked our graves and stopped outside the gate to pick a handful of chilly violets with wet dew with wet dew with wet with dew. <laughs> the morning mist twisted and hanged low, low, low over the field. No ghosts yet, just ash trees and maple lined up a mournful row. I entered. My mama was buried in the back, her feet to the east, her head to the west. Someday I will pay the stone carver for a proper marker with her name on it. Diana, wife of Cliff. Mary, mother of Isabel and Ruth. For now, there was a wooden cross and a gray rock the size of a dinner plate lying flat on the ground in front of it. We had buried her the year before We, when the first rose bloomed. Smallpox was tricky, Miss Mary Finch said to me when Mama died. There is no telling who it'll, it'll take. The pox had the left roof in me with scars like tiny stars scattered on our skin. It looked like Mama home. It took Mama's home to be our maker. I looked back at the road. Old Ben had slowed down the mule to give me time. I knew down and set a violet on the grave. I'm here, Mama, I whispered. The day you promised, but I need your help. Can you please cross back over for just a few, just for a little bit? I stared without blinking at the mist, looking for the curves of her back and the slout of her head wrapped in a pretty handkerchief. A small flock of robins swooped out of the maple trees. I don't have much time, I told the grass-covered grave. Where do you want us to go? What, what should we do? The mist swirled between the tall grass and the low-hanging branches. Two black butterflies danced through a cloud of bugs and disappeared.
clachickities and barn swallows called overhead. Whoa, Oben, stopped the wagon next to the hole near the fence, near the iron fence, then climbed down and walked to Nahim's, the grave digger, and, and was waiting. The two men reached the coffin. Please, Mama, I whispered, urgent. I need you help. I need your help. I squinted. I, squ I squatted into that ash grove when the mist was heaviest. No ghost, nothing. I've been making like this for near a year. No matter what I said, or where the sun and the moon and the stars hang. Mama never answered. Maybe she was angry because I'd buried her wrong. I'd hear stories of old country burials with singers and dancers, but I wasn't sure what to do. So we just dug a hole and said a partial of a prayer. Maybe Mama's ghost was lost and wandering because I didn't send her home the right way. The men set Mary, Miss Mary's coffin on the ground. Mr. Roberts got off his horse and said, I couldn't hear. Something I couldn't hear. Ruth stayed in the wagon, her bare feet curled up underneath her skirt and her thumb in her mouth. I reached in my pocket under my apron and took out the oat cake. It was in two pieces, with honey smeared between them. The smell... The smell made my stomach rumble, but I didn't dare nibble. I picked up a flat rock in front of the cross and sat the offering in the hollow under it. Then I put the rock back and sat there. My eyes closed tight to keep the tears inside my head where they belong. I could smell the honey that dripped on my hand, the... Damp ground underneath me, the salt of the ocean, I could hear cows mooing in a far pasture, and bees buzzing in the nearby clover nearby clover patch. It if she said if she would just say my name once, girl, Robert shouted. You you there, girl? I sniffed my I sniffed my uh, I sniffed opening my eyes and wiped my face on the on my sleeve. The sun had popped up in the east like a cork and was burning through the morning mist. The ghost had all gone to ground. I was see I wouldn't see her today either. He grabbed my arm and pulled me roughly to my feet. I told you to move, Mr. Robertson snared at me. Apologies, sir. I said, wincing with pain. He released me and shoved, shoved and pointed to the cemetery where they buried white people. Go pray for her that, go pray for her that own you, girl. Well, that's chapter one. I just finished chapter one. And if you guys liked it, come back and come listen to some more. I'm sorry that I kept them messing up. I'll try and fix it for the next time. See you guys. Bye.